The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. This is all about getting out there, getting things done, and not only that, I just got in from training about an hour and 20 minutes ago, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm carrying that with me right now, and I'm just wired to the fucking wall right now. So we're going to have, we always have great shows, but I, this could even be more explosive right now, just by the way I'm feeling right now. Um, go out to, um, well, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth. I am a winner, I am a champion, and I am unstoppable. Do you, do, are you with me, everybody? I can't hear you other than we got our pal Douglas Graham on the other side of the world with me today, but that's the only one right now I can hear anything with. Um... This is very important, and when you hear what we're going to talk about today, you're going to start connecting the dots, because Douglas is one of the people among a few that we're going to put out some information about. It's not going to be free. It's going to be stuff that you're not going to hear on here. It's only going to be stuff that we're going to create and you are going to be able to purchase because of all the time and the opportunities and all the things that we're doing that I'm sure a lot of people have never done or experienced. Well, this will change your life. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I wouldn't put guarantees on many things. But think about those three verses there. Think about that in the morning, the afternoon, the evening. I say things like that till I fall asleep at night. It could be five minutes. It could be 15. And think about, too, as I said, when you wake up in the morning, none of this shit hitting the snooze on the alarm. You do like I do. You can come up with your own construction of, 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 of um, numbers. I do 150, 100. Get up. And I get right up. Do things like that. You're going to see big changes in your life. But there's going to be more about that in the future. Believe me. Also, too, go out to uh, FiorelloBarbellCode.com. Winners and Champions, Inc. I, I don't know how much more I could stress this to people. This is, the, if this, this is one of the best, if not the best products out there. Everything here has been time-tested. And when it's been put together, these 14 modules, it's a guy that actually does it. That trains it still. Um, a lot of times when you're buying products, you are getting, I, I call them like a stunt guy or girl doing the product that had nothing to do with it other than being hired to do it and speak about it. And then when you go to find out from someone why it doesn't work, all you hear is crickets. You will not get that here. The money that I charge for that, which is over $400, okay, is well worth this for the rest of your life. Make a decision, get up off your ass, and buy the product because it's well worth it. And I stand, once again, 100% behind that. That's what it is. That's why we advertise here on Fiorello Barbell Call about training in from downstate to upstate New York and parts in between. You're going to see that new passage out on the homepage shortly. This is why. 
and I will I'll train anybody over Skype. You want to shoulder the responsibility. You came to the right guy. I will change your life along with you. And I'll tell you right now, you will become a wrecking ball if you want to. Think about those things. If they appeal to you, if that value appeals to you, let's go. Let's jump on it today. Let's get right on it. Also, too, don't forget to go out, and this is going to be great because this is what Douglas and I are going to talk about today, is prosperity consciousness. Just go out and read that page and understand why when we say to you, when we give, we expect to receive back. Because if all you are is giving and not getting anything back for what you do, there is something wrong with me. Okay? It's good to help. It's good to offer solutions. But when you do things day in and day out, year after year, and I know the comments I get, it'd be good to have something coming in here that will help build the companies, both of them. So think about that. Also, go out to uh, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Douglas and I have done, among many. You know, there's probably close to 800 shows done in a little over three years. No one's doing that in the field. I know what people are telling me. I know when Mark Boggs was on here the other day, he searched, found us quite a while ago about power rack training. Never has looked back. This guy's no rookie. He's been powerlifting for 30 years. All right? He can't say enough. You should go back and listen to that introduction show. I mean, you talk about flattering, and I appreciate that and show gratitude for it because, as Mark said, among many, he goes, it's not when, it's a definite it's going to happen to you. You know what I mean? And that is a great thing to hear that from people. Also, too, sign up for our free newsletter. That's out of motivationandmuscle.com. Sign up, subscribe to my YouTube channel. There's going to be lots of stuff happening because there's so much stuff going on here. Also, as I said, we have Douglas on here. I'm going to give you a little information about this gentleman. And before I bring him in, too, I should have said this in the beginning with a deep breath. Men, listen to me. Stop apologizing for being men. And Douglas has been very instrumental in doing all the work with myself with two the website, especially the FBC, M&M, and you're going to see now the man, uh, the manly or the manly men's movement. That page will be up very shortly. That I basically started out with Dr. William Wong doing, and you're going to see etched in stone coming very shortly too. There's some things I have to finish on my end. Um, I don't know anybody that's got products out like that, and. A lot of this stuff is so simple and straightforward, you can catch on and make some huge gains in your life. So be on the lookout for all that. Now, before I read all about Douglas, I'm going to give you a little excerpt I've been reading among many quite a bit because of what John McKean, uh, Anthony DeTillo, and Steve Jack have done for me and why I feel I am where I am right now. It's called If a Tree Falls... It's in Milo, April 1996, Volume 4, Number 1. If a tree falls in the forest, are you man enough to move it? By the end of the first week of my medieval lit, I knew I was in trouble. Oh, I could handle the term papers 
and most of the old English, I was, however, having trouble relating to my classmates. We'd read legends of heroic knights and warriors, epic poetry of steadfast seafarers, and yet, when class dismissed, they'd prance to the sweet shop for coffee and cream puffs while, while I, frothing at the mouth and battle-ready, would bolt to the nearest field to throw hammers and stones. Why? I was inspired. Inspiration is not a passive word. It is built on the Latin root for spiritus, from which we get spirit, and literally means breath or inhale. Yogis and pearl divers aside, there's not a lot to be gained from holding one's breath. I believe it is equally futile to stockpile one's mental arsenal and never wage war. Now back to our tree. It seems to have fallen and blocked your path. Some will no doubt stand around quibbling as to whether it actually made a sound. How about you? I take the fucking thing and chuck it right out of my way. That's what it's all about. Douglas, here we go. We're going to welcome him. He is an expert in kettlebells, maces, clubs, and powerlifting. Um, and he's one hell of a friend to me and motivation muscle because you don't even know the half of what he's doing behind the scenes with me. I gave a little bit about it. Douglas, my brother, it's always an honor and welcome to the show. Hi, Eric. Can you hear me all right? Yes, sir. We got you. Loud and clear. Ah, good, good, you're back. It's just you, you were breaking up really bad there for me. That's all right, as long as you've got me, my friend. It's I got you. It's to be on again. Yep. Been looking forward to it. We've had to put it off a couple of times, but here we are. Yep. Hey, you know something? I want you to give out any. I want you to give out your websites and all. But before you say that, you know, when we just when I just read that um, great story by Steve Jack about the tree falling, it seems to me um, th- that was '96, I believe it was. It sure sounds a lot like uh, 2018. Only 2018's even magnified. I guess the male spirit was dying out a long, long time ago, but we can get into that during the show, too. But give out your websites, any information that I missed, and we're going to fire right into prosperity consciousness. So take it away, brother. Yeah, sure. If anyone uh, enjoys the content today, you can certainly find me on Instagram as The Wee Ninja or just Douglas Graham on Facebook. Um, Just now I've got a picture with me with a rock on my shoulder <laughs> um, so that's what you'll see if you look me up uh, I have a website for our gym called functional-living.co.uk the gym is called Origin Arts uh, so that's another place you can find contact details for me excuse me or via Eric of course which will probably be your easiest route yeah, through uh, you know the motivation and muscle website, signing up there, and we can always get anything if they can't get to you. I'll get to you, and they'll get whatever they want uh, yeah, to yeah, do. Absolutely, I mean, I'm always here. I'm always yeah. here. Yeah, I like to I like to share, which is you know part of the topic of our conversation today. For sure, Eric. For sure. Well, you know, um, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no, not at all. Um, just. I mentioned to you briefly before we came on air was yep. about reading this quick few okay. paragraphs from Ta- yeah. one of the most definitive books of my life anyway. Um, I just thought I would like to share it with people and I'll also segue nicely into later on. I'll make it relevant. No, no, go, why, why don't you fire, um, 
Fired up. Segues very well into what we're talking about. So here it is. It's from a book called Warrior's Way, A 20th Century Odyssey by Robert DeRop. Um, I'll not go into anything other than just reading the part, the, the, the sequence. All right. So here sure. it goes. I will do my best. I'm not a, I'm not a great dictator. Is that the right word? Uh, no, you're not a dictator. No, yeah. <laughs> you could be a dictator, we don't know, but yeah. go ahead. No, go ahead. I reckon I could be a good dictator, for sure. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> can do anything I put my mind to. We covered that in the last, the last podcast. <laughs> I agree. Right, so here we go, from Robert DeRock, right, and this is from the, and the whole book is kind of, you know, based around his journey of this, the part that, it's the first uh, chapter, and it's called Warriors and Slaves. I have made a voyage of life aboard a ship of fools with a motley crew, each (laughs) member of which thought itself important. I have been a mystic and a scientist, an author, a house builder, a boat builder, a gardener, a fisherman, a father of four children, a whole earther getting his food from the soil he cultivated. These various characters made up the crew of my vessel and their often conflicting aims determined the course the vessel took. They argued, fought, stole from each other. Each tried for a time to become master of the ship, but now there is harmony aboard, and the various fools have made peace with each other. Their aims do not conflict because none of them considers himself important. Mm-hmm. It's the effect of ageing. One thing I learned fairly early in the course of the voyage is our, it is our privilege as human beings to live either as warriors or slaves. A warrior is the master of his fate. No matter what fate throws at him, fame or infamy, health or sickness, poverty or riches. He uses the situation for his own inner development. He takes his motto from Nietzsche, that which does not destroy me strengthens me. Mm-hmm. The slave, on the other hand, is completely at the mercy of external events. If fortune smiles on him, he struts and boasts and attributes her favours to his own power and wisdom, which, often as not, had nothing to do with it. If fortune frowns, he whines and weeps and grovels, putting the blame for his sufferings on everything and everybody except himself. I learned that all life games can be played either in the spirit of the, or the warrior or in the spirit of the slave. My life games were determined by the predilections of the various members of my ship of fools, The author dreamed of writing books, the scientist dreamed of performing experiments, the mystic dreamed of penetrating new worlds of the mind and of consciousness, the whole earther dreamed of a little farm on which he would be self-sufficient, the fisherman dreamed of the ocean with its white surf and floating seaweeds, and of the good fish dinners it provides when conditions were right. So each of the crew members had his own game. Mm -hmm. I realised again, rather early, that it was far more slave than warrior, and that if I ever wished to master my own fate, I would have might have to train myself to stop behaving slavishly. Yeah, that's and I'll good. Stop man. It there. No, that's that's real good. Book. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that that you know that's very interesting because you know we're talking about prosperity consciousness, and mm-hmm. as you listen to Douglas reading that, all right, listen to how the warrior talks and how the slave talks. And we've gotten into this, and we'll get into this today. External environments are temporary. Internal environments is a lifetime. And I and I read some interesting things. I was telling 
Douglas offline. I'm just so excited about the front lobe of your brain. And why? Because of the things that go on there are just absolutely incredible. I was re I was listening and reading about people with inoperable diseases that changed the whole floor plan of who they were. Literally. And suddenly these diseases went away. Now I know people are gonna say to me, You're full of shit. It's impossible. If you go in and look at the intricacies of your brain, it is absolutely phenomenal. And these scientists are just scratching the surface. But you can literally go in and change who you are by what you say and what you think. And I'm telling you right now, I was messing around with a lot of things last night with myself and when I was training today. Not only did I have one of the best training sessions I've had for in a long, long time, and it was freezing cold out there. You had to have some heat on for a little while, et cetera, et cetera. But the aftermath of everything was win, win, win all the way. And one of the big reasons, besides listening to the things I was listening to and reading the things I've been reading, this is changing the whole comprehension of me. And this is why when I'm talking about the things that we are going to be coming out with and the things that I talk about, and here's the major thing where I'm different from every big-name speaker out there. And, yes, I am going to be a big-name speaker, by the way. I already am. And I'm going to bring Douglas in momentarily. I'm going to brag a little bit right now, and I think I need to. This show has been up a little over three years. I can't give you definitive numbers now on it because um, iTunes has decided basically go ass backwards with everything. So no one right now, even up to Blueberry, don't understand how they are talking about downloading shows and everything. But before all this shit was happening, and this was before we even long before we celebrated our three-year anniversary, I was over 30,000 downloads a month. 30,000 downloads with no support, with very little capital to roam, where you see so many other people do things, and yet, I'm going by what people are telling me. Like Mark Boggs the other day, he goes, you got the best show I've ever heard. He goes, I don't listen to anybody else anymore. And I know all the names and all that, good, I, I hope you prosper and keep going, whatever. But I don't care. Because I'm Eric, and I'm me, and this is my show, and this show with people like Douglas and everybody completes the family. Because I'm not, I'm not that naive and that egocentric to say I can do this on my own. Do I do good shows on my own? Yes, I do, because I know the feedback I get. But that's not what I'm in here about. I love sharing, but I love having people like Douglas and anybody else on here with me. Why? Because you get another opinion. Whether you agree or disagree or whatever, you bring somebody else in here who's had different knowledge in their life, who've done different things, probably have done things like I do. We know that. But that's what I love about it. But getting back to all this stuff, coming full circle with everything, when you're prosperity conscious, okay, you're doing newer and newer things. And the difference, as I said, between me and any speaker out there is everything comes from that gym probably about 30 feet behind me right now, all right? How, do, how, how does that happen? Well, because I build all of me 
from the inside out, from that gym, from that driveway, from that tire, from that barbell, from that power rack, from that sandbag, from that stone. Well, that doesn't really make sense. It does make sense because when you build physical culture and you're going to finally learn from us that it's not just going out and buying a 90-day program. This is a lifetime dream. This is something you're going to stay with and incorporate and get better and better with it. When you learn this, you will become so prosperity consciousness and conscious in your life, you won't believe the changes that are happening. And we're going to get into more and more of this, but I want to give Douglas a big in here. Go ahead, brother. Take it away. Just a... Excuse me. I'll just um, go back to the very the, the start, and we'll, we'll actually throw a little bit of science in there. Some that I'm aware of is that when you were talking about the guys and they were saying about how they essentially rewired their thinking yep. and cured ailments. Yep. Um, <clears throat> one of the interesting things for people out there who are saying it's bullshit and probably still will, if that's the way that their minds made up and they're not open enough to change with new information, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every cell in the body regenerates what between that varies in opinion between five to ten years. Mm-hmm. You know, every cell in the body regenerates. There is one set of cells that never regenerate. They stay as they are. They develop. They rewire, but they don't deteriorate and or they don't regenerate. Sorry. So if they deteriorate, essentially the theory is right. that they stay that way. But we'll not get into the the more intricate parts of that. But those are neurons. Yep. Yeah? Yep. And we'll specifically, specifically talk about the neurons in the brain. Yeah. So, with that in mind, the control, one of the, the constant in the body is the neurons, the mind, so to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to just, if you want to talk about the mind as the, or the connection of all the neurons, but what we can do with that, going into what you were saying, is we can rewire yep. and remap those neurons, and these evolve constantly through our life, like. The way you think about when you were when you were 20 just now will be different in five years. You'll think about when you were 20 in a different way and stuff like that. So they're constantly remapping. All right, so we can do that. We can remap them and change our way of thinking to affect our body, mm-hmm. and that's without even getting into the neurons in the gut, of right? Which, of which they speculate there are more neurons in our digestive system than there are in a in our brain. <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's a whole other. That's a whole other discussion. Absolutely. So, you know, the remapping of the brain essentially is what all of this boils down to. I mean, prosperity consciousness is essentially a more specific offshoot of what they call the law of attraction. Correct. Now, the law of attraction is boil it down to is positive or negative thinking attracting positive or negative experiences. I believe that's correct. You are correct. About, I haven't yep. read about the law. I haven't read any law of attraction books. Like I've understood the concept for before I ever heard of the law of attraction, um, and I don't know. So I won't. I won't criticise it as being a shallow view of a much bigger picture because I've not read the book. And maybe they do go into, you know, ener- you know, your own personal energy field and how when other people and influence and so on and so forth, which brings you to the who you surround yourself with, a big yeah. part of that is to do with, you know, yeah. well, t- en- en- energy transfer. I hope they haven't got a very shallow look on energy transfer. Yeah, No, not um, at all. So no. Being positive attracts positive, they say. But that kind of, and I-, I guarantee you most people only go as far as I've gone 
mm-hmm. when it when when looking into the law of attraction, they're going, "Oh, right, cool, think positive, everything will be positive." There's truth to that. The truth is a lot deeper than just thinking positive, though. You know, you can go around being happy-go-lucky all you want, and you're still going to get shot on. Yeah. Um, so the main point, and one of the reasons I kind of like the prosperity consciousness, which essentially is, yeah, probably comes from, you've talked about, is it you talks about a book called Think and Grow Rich? That's what I was just going to bring up. Yep. Yeah, well, you've got that to me. I've not, again, I've not read it, but to me that essentially would be about prosperity consciousness, yeah, where you think yep. you think rich, you imagine where you would want to be uh, if you had hundreds and hundreds of money, and then you begin with that, and then it starts to chip away and chip away and grow. Um, which, to be honest, <laughs> me, I'm not set up for that kind of thinking, and I never have been. Mm-hmm. My good friend Pavel Veduto helped me to take a step forward that way. I think I've mentioned this to you before, maybe mm-hmm. even on a podcast, where he says... You have to look at money as an energy transfer. Correct. You know, I was like, well, you know, that's a good way of thinking about it. Still not the best at it, but, you know, um, segueing, actually, something I wanted to mention was was our relationship and prosperity consciousness and concern with that as that, essentially, you know, I was, uh, you know, you have, sorry, not I was, you, what I saw was you giving. Mm-hmm giving a lot mm-hmm. and, you know, essentially not getting that energy back financially. Correct. Which, you know, you're, you're putting out a lot, you're giving a lot, your podcasts, again, if anyone's listening to this, that maybe is only listening to it because I'm on it, which is probably not very many, uh, listen to the rest of Eric's podcast, go through the archives, pick out a title you like and hit it um, because there's so much great content on it. Yeah. Um, so... Where was I? So yeah, I saw that, and I, I you know, I'm, I'm skint, so I help out in the only way I can, which was to help you with your webs. Correct. Which I'm more than happy to do. So that's you know that's that's my way of giving back to you. Uh, but not only that, that has now just snowballed into a great friendship. Like yep. there's never a time when we speak and I don't come off the phone and I know you're the same because you tell me the same yep. and we don't come off the phone feeling better no matter how much of a shitty day it was. Yep. That in itself for me is worth it. Yeah. Um, you know, that you, you, money can't buy that. So when we talk, I would, I would again like to breach prosperity consciousness into more than just it seems to be very money orientated. I'm not against that, but again, it's what uh, riches are that I would also like to bring into this side of things is what the riches actually are and uh, what's happened between myself and you is a perfect example of that. Absolutely. Well, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, when you read that passage, and Mm -hmm. this, this goes exactly with prosperity consciousness because I said internally is where it builds, okay? You see the people, you and I have seen enough people, we'll just leave it to the um, fitness injury the I- industry. <laughs> it is an injury, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, where, where, you know, I'm going to use that. Yeah, fitness, that the fitness okay. injury. Um, a lot of them fail. They don't last. And that is because That's they... Set up. Yep. Well, they're a one-trick pony. Paul, that, Paul Gray. Paul Gray. Very, yep. This is where I heard it and hopefully maybe one day it will be very famously said, is that, you know, the, the commercial fitness industry sets people up to fail. Absolutely. Because... That's what, that is what they do. 
Well, it's like it's like giving. You know, the... And, and, let, and for anyone that's a coach in the commercial industry, I would just like to make this clear that I'm not talking about you, me specifically. Maybe yeah. you are one of the problem. I don't know. I'm talking about the system yeah. that drives it. It's set up to let people fail. It's perfectly exact. Perfect example. I can describe it when I show my logo in the gym. Yeah. That, this is what the fitness industry gets people to do. They bounce between one extreme and another, and, and then they sit back and carve a massive profit. Well, yeah, but it's supposed to work that way to keep dragging the bone in front of you to chase. But this is yeah. the thing. You know, when we talk about my stuff or your stuff, there's one thing among many enhancements in it that you're taught. You're taught how to think how to be able to build such confidence that no matter what happens, you're going to rise. This isn't in the fitness industry. They don't want you to build that type of quality mentally, internally, and it's all one thing here. But I want to get back to Think and Grow Rich. Napoleon Mm -hmm. Hill wrote a book in the, I believe, in the 20s or early 30s because you never, you can find it now. But pretty much Rockefeller did not want it out because it really gave the secrets of what you needed to do to increase your wealth, whether you want to do it financially, mentally, all that. But I believe that all connects together. But here's what I want to tell you. I, like I told Douglas said before, I've restarted reading Think and Grow Rich. Now, I first got that from my great college professor, Frank Klein. Frank had us reading, you name it, everything. Now, this is what I want to tell you all. When we talk about Think and Grow Rich, just prosperity, all right? This, not not only is it, among many things, a way to create a new grid in your head. And I mean that because I've been studying so much about the front lobe. The only species that has a bigger brain than us is the elephant so you definitely learn something today no matter what the elephant has a bigger brain yet i program myself to train a certain way today and every block fell into place coincidence could be but we're going to see now what happens later on because i've got some things i want to listen to after I have the I have to talk to Roger about getting him and his son on, et cetera, et cetera. But I'll have a little bit of time because tonight I have to go over to my sister's house um, and give my brother-in-law something. And Danny, my youngest nephew, who just who's, he'll be he's seven years old, he's uh, gotten pretty good at uh, flag football and wrestling. Believe it or not, you know I mean they're little kids, but you know. Even Dan and I talk about this all the time. I mean, he's a football coach, blah, 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 blah. We know it, weightlifting, all that. Um, you know, I, I think I've really impressed upon him big time, and he knows grip. Well, I've got a little block I made for Danny besides the sandbags, and away we go. Because he's finding that as he starts to grow, the hands are going to get bigger. I got a special bar, too, that I'm sure will be light enough for him to start with. And I'm going to talk to Dan tonight. I'd like to bring him over here to the FBC compound once a week and start him out. And I don't want to hear anybody say, well, his growth plates. Fuck you and your growth plates. You all know what you're talking about. Do you think I'm going to take and drop a 500-pound squat on his shoulders and kill him? I mean, come on. So what I'm saying about is, with this consciousness, with what you're doing, who you're reaching out to, who's reaching back out to you, 
this is very important because I want to tell you one thing. I know this for a fact. In your subconscious mind, you have negatives and positives. To override one negative takes a minimum of 21 days to do. And you have to either make your own recording or listen to something in a very positive manner. Now, here's the thing that most people, I've never heard anybody say this other than me right now. Positives and negatives cannot live together in the subconscious mind. It's like a bad relationship. Sooner or later, one's going to break and one's going to leave. Why not build the positive neurons in your head? Listen to things. I'll tell you another tip that I've been doing, and I don't, I, I, I don't care about giving it out. I mean, I'll give it out. It's all going to come together with an e-book or, and recordings and all that. Listen to somebody you like. Let's just give an example. Um, we'll say uh, Tony Robbins because he's usually out there all over the place, among many. Listen to 10 minutes of him. Grab yourself a notebook or some type of legal pad and write down exactly how you interpreted Tony Robbins, what he said. I do this every day with somebody. It doesn't sound a bit like that person. There might be little little blurbs here and there. Why? Because, see, now you're teaching your brain and you're using your brain in another way. I recite poetry before I go to bed. Why? I'm using my brain in a different way. I put special stuff on at night when I go to bed, whether I'm talking winners, champions over and over and over, or I'm listening to something and I'll be asleep and it's playing for at least two hours. You don't think my subconscious mind isn't picking that up all night? So when I talk about prosperity, that's what starts creating prosperity. And one of the biggest things for prosperity consciousness is tell people you love them and mean it when you say it. And thank the universe. Thank yourself for what you're doing today. Go out as simple as today. When I got done with my workout, I said thank you for a great, great workout. And people say, that ah, doesn't do it. Well, good. Keep living the life you're living. Um, complain about everything you have or don't have and blame everybody else, victim. You're not going to do that here, though. I'm telling you right now. And what I've given you in this last five minutes, that will give you a start. All these quote-unquote pros out there will charge you for it. Go ahead, brother. Take it. Uh, yeah. Hi. Sorry. I just had to have a quick look at my notes there. Um, yeah, like, again, getting to the, 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 the route, like you were talking about how you programmed yourself before you went out yep. to hit your, 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 your targets, and is it a coincidence you hit your targets? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, you know, one of the things, and you see it, you know, you see it in weightlifting, stonelifting, anything, is, and you have people call you out after it as well, like, you defeated yourself before you even lifted that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so one of the one of the things I've been doing recently, as as you know, is I've been doing a lot of my single finger training mm-hmm. to do with things I'm looking to do personally. It's not to break any. Who knows? I might break some actual. So maybe I'll break some uh, or make new grip uh, world records or something. Yeah, doing this, yeah. I don't know. But currently, it's uh, I'm just doing single finger training with a tool, and I'm. I'm on 22 kilos just now, and I just go through every finger. Yep. And on the first, on the ring in the middle finger, now that's a piece of cake. It's still raw. 
yeah. on the ring, uh, sorry, the middle and the index finger. It's still raw on the ring finger, and the pinky is horrendous, absolutely horrendous. Absolutely. It's a horrible, horrible uh, feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it's um, the difference is, and I notice it between straight from one lift to the next, I've been, you know, I play with it, and I've actually been doing it on purpose too, just to test it, and it, and it does totally 100% work, depending on how you wire your brain directly before an activity. You know, in the first way I go at it, or I sense the first way I went at it unintentionally was, you know, can I do this? This is a, uh, this is pretty raw because it's painful, and I don't screech or yell or grunt <laughs> yep. an awful lot when I work out. I tend to always focus it on my breath. But when I hit that pinky, yeah, there's, there's no getting past it. I'm just like, ah, getting yep. my teeth and going for it. Now the difference is, I cannot do, I can't lift it with with my pinky. Certainly, I can't lift that 22 kilos currently. I'm, and the thing is, I'm looking to hit 30, right? And I'm never going to hit 30 when, if prior to try to lift that 30 with, or it'll be 32 by the time I get there with the pinky. If before it, I'm saying, can I do this? The difference is when I switch to, right, fuck it, I'm going to do this. Yeah. It's going to hurt, but I'm just going to do it. I know I can lift it. I know it's not going to rip my pinky off. It's just going to be sore, but I'm going to get it done, especially if I want to hit that 30 kilos. Yeah. So I'm not going to hit 30 kilos if I don't just say, fuck it, and get it done. Yep. Yeah. And this is coming back to even the law of attraction, but the the... In fact, I'll stick with the law of attraction because, like you say, the prosperity consciousness for me is a bit more focused. Yep. Um, as people will adopt that very basic premise of think positive and positive things will happen. <clears throat> That's true. But, you know, I'm thinking positive prior to lifting that weight, so to yeah. speak. Yep. But the difference is getting my mind to jump into gear and take the action to actually make the lift. Yeah. So I'm thinking, yeah, I'll be able to get to 30 kilos, blah, blah, blah. But then when I get to that pinky, it's like, oh, you know, this is horrendous. Am I going to be able to do it this time? You know, and and then I'll let's say I've been playing with it intentionally now, going backwards and forwards and actually using that mental process one way and the other. And, you know, when I do it one way, A, I can barely even bring myself to lift it with my pinky. Mm-hmm. But when I choose option B... It just goes straight up. It hurts, but I full lock out straight up, all the way up from the floor to full stand, holding it, and then back down. Yeah, um, and it's just one little gentle remapping yep. of the brain prior to doing the uh, the exercise. It's really really simple, so you can break it down to some very very simple um, geography events in your, in yeah. events in your life. Yeah, yeah geography, very 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 simple geography. Well, you know, and it's just some. The the, the thing is, and just the one thing I wanted to touch on is people. A lot of people will be listening to us and going, "Yeah, that's just normal." Um, No, it's not. But this—that's not. It's not for those people that understand that as normal. Eric, I'm saying this for the benefit of anyone listening that doesn't really understand the kind of deeper part of that mentality. Well, it's not just having. No. It's not just having the balls to do. Yeah, it. yeah. It's it's mapping. It's mapping. More mapping. Yep. It, shall we say yep. in your brain? Why in your brain to allow you to do it? Hey, you and know, not enough people do this. They stay in that negative kind of slump. Totally. Back, totally. And they don't just take a step forward and, and get it done. 
Well, here's the deal. You know, I talk about on the show twisting bars before you're going to squat under them, you know, with the buffalo bar here, um, grabbing a thick bar, something unwieldy, grab it. But I'll give you one of the lines I use, and I used it today when I blew the biggest squat up out of the hole today um, with this whole mashing middies program. When you get up to this bar, I'm going to talk just getting under and doing a dead start, dead stop from the rods. When you get to the point where I do I do three breaths and I'm twisting the bar in my hands. Now, you're not going to really twist the bar when you're talking in excess of over 450, all right? That thing doesn't want to move too much. So, you twist it, you do two deep breaths through the nose, let it out. The third deep breath, you swallow it, get under the bar. Now, you're going to let some stuff out when you say this, but this is what I do because I'm going to explain to you the two words. You scream at the top of your lungs as you're starting to execute this off the rods. Action breeds results. And I guarantee you, nine times out of ten, you're standing up. And if you don't, so what? You get it next time. It's called a setback, not a failure. Now, why do I say that? Because Douglas talked about you have to take action when we're talking about bringing in good things. What you think about most comes into your experience. That's great. And all the positive energy, because it's far better to be positive than negative, but... To make it all execute and happen, you take action, and when you take right action, you get results. Now, I hope everyone understands what I was talking about there. Action breeds results. Say that to yourself. I also, too, I've said this on other shows. I got a note from somebody. That was kind of funny, I thought. I was like, I don't. Um, Everyone knows I did gratitude for attitude, and I thanked Anthony DeTillo, the late Anthony DeTillo, John McKean, who I'm working with with these middies, and, of course, Steve Jack, because who knows? I don't know if I ever would have lifted a stone if I didn't watch that DVD in 2004 of Husafel in Iceland. And I, I will call their names out when I'm training, especially if I'm getting under something heavy. You can probably hear me at the end of my street. I live on a small dead-end street, and you know what? My one neighbor's hilarious. She goes, I've seen people look when you're doing shit. She goes, they don't know what the hell to do. I said, and she goes, they wouldn't even have the balls to come up to you. I said, chances are if they did in the kind of irate condition I'm in, I'd probably kill them. And I'm not kidding you when I say that. Because this is another thing. I'm going to give it right back to you because I was telling Douglas a little bit about this. You know, with all this rewiring, this mapping, these neurons, the frontal lobe, all this great stuff that I am getting into to the point where I talk to people, they're looking at me like, what? What the hell are you talking about? Well, this is what I'm talking about. They did a a big thing. It was more centered around men. And, you know, Dr. Wong and I, how we love to get into this man stuff, and that's why um, we're doing the uh, Manly Men's page with Douglas. And it was very interesting because we all know the world doesn't like supposedly all the bad stuff men have done lately and blah, 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 blah. And they don't like aggressive men. You know, we we don't want aggressive men. We want men that are very pliable. And when we tell them they're a piece of shit, they go with it. Well, they were showing studies of this. All right. 
And man, oh man, I can understand why men are even a bigger train wreck than I thought they were. All these things they've been doing and experimenting mentally, and they've been putting different men, and they, this hasn't been to hurt men either. These are studies to find out what is going on with with connecting the dots, and why is this piece shutting down, or why can't they get them to go to the next level? Well, you know, it's pretty funny. When you start taking your aggression away, men literally fall apart. And I mean fall apart in respect to... You want to go out and earn money? You can't do it. Why? Because you can't make a fucking decision. You're indecisive. Um, Can you go out and be physical? No. Why? My lower back. My lower back. All right. You can't. You're you're not decisive there. Let's go to the chiropractor and get fucked up more, all right? Because we're so weak. Um, Relationships. You can't have a relationship with anybody, let alone yourself. Respect. Who's going to respect you when you don't even respect yourself? Now. I'm going to give you the whole other th- side of the coin. Aggression, and I'll give this right to Douglas, and he can comment on all this. I love aggression. I don't mean aggression to slam people through the ground or anything like that. If you got to defend yourself, that's one thing. But when I'm out in that backyard there, aggression is king. Why? Because I train like a fucking animal. That's the way I want to train. All, all this verbiage we're telling you about, with all these connections, with these neural connections, how do we build this grid? How do we get rid of this negative connotation? And Eric rides right over the top of this son of a bitch, and like the Hulk, puts his foot right through him. Okay? This is what it's about. It's none of this shit. I'm so sick of hearing, oh, if you're aggressive, you're, you're, you're nasty to women or you're doing this. Or if you're aggressive, you're a bully. Shove it, motherfucker. Shove it. Because I'm telling you right now, a real aggressive man knows when to turn it on and turn it off. But it's always there, like I say, just like the Incredible Hulk. David Banner still got that gamma running through his body just like myself i've got that that aggression i've got that 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 high of lifting that that yelling and 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 just drinking it up it's always with me do i walk around like that yelling it no i don't but what i'm saying is here you need to have this as part of your life men especially and stop and I want to say this. Not only stop apologizing, stop laying down for people. Stop. All right, brother, it's all yours. I could go on for a week with that. That's fine, man. I can follow on nicely from that, I think. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> aggression. Let's talk about that a little bit. Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of stigma yep. around aggression. A lot of stigma. And it's not, it doesn't just extend to men. I've been... Uh, watching a few interesting things recently, as I do. It tends mm-hmm. to be what I fill my spare time with, is watching interesting things, or reading interesting things, or listening to interesting Eminem podcasts. Thanks, brother. Um, <laughs> the, I done in three the other day. It was good. <laughs> the, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the stigma and aggression. Sure. So for males, what is it generally related to? The stigma is generally generally related to violence isn't it aggression yeah. violence yep. right yep. so now let's take the the female aspect and you, you're seeing this not that i'm studying that but i know from stuff that i've uh, watched and read that you're seeing and in, for instance 
in a business environment, an aggressive woman mm-hmm. is then stigmatised as a, a, a bitch, a bossy bitch, a, a, you know, a, I know there's these name, these different labels for what essentially would be an aggressive woman in the mm-hmm. workplace. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem are those stigmas are, as you always get, the opposite ends of the pole. You get the, you get the you know, in this case, the, the female one and the male one. You know, where a guy is considered probably violent and unapproachable and a woman is considered a, a, just a, a snooty, snarky yeah. bitch or whatever, and unappro- whatever it is, the stigma they attach to what is a natural emotion, energy and motion, like we talked about in our last podcast, what, yep. what lives inside me, um, <clears throat> you know, that it is just an emotion and it's how we direct these things. Now, yeah, there's no doubt some people ad- direct that aggression in those ways. But the problem is the, the, the stereotypes and the stigmas linger regardless. So people look to those instantly. Aggression breeds action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just like action breeds results. Yeah. So, you know, that's one of the things that aggression does, you know, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. to give you a more forward approach in what you're doing. Um. Which I to- is why people yeah. tend the yep. people tend to then not like that mainly because they're a bit to use an American term they're a bit of a wuss. <laughs> um, they just want they just want to coast through easy and they don't want to have to you know quote unquote fight for it so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's their problem. And then what that does is it stops them from being useful. You know, and if you want to prosper, you have to be useful. Yeah. Again, coming back to these folk that think you can just sit around and be hunky dory and whatever it is, you know, that, that law of attraction, that very shallow approach to the law of attraction that I see a lot of people have is where you just sit about and be happy and everything yeah. will come your way, you know. Yeah. Um, if you want to prosper, you have to be useful. So you have to develop that mentality of being prosperous prior to being prosperous, but you also have to be useful, and then you have to put that use into action. Mm-hmm. Quite interestingly, actually, and this is a, probably an interesting thing to comment on, is something I wrote about the other day. I've got it here, I think, in my phone. Read but it! I'm, an, I, I'm into survival. I'll, I'll, I'll paraphrase it. It's quite long, but I'll paraphrase it. But essentially, it's, I'm, I'm a, I like the whole kind of prepping survivalist thing. I'm quite yeah. into that. I've got a couple of go bags, and I've got fairly rudimentary knowledge that could help me to, to last a while if everything went shit and, you know, I had to manage. Um, you know, so I'm into that. But I was watching something the other night, and it's something you see a lot is the mentality, right? Yeah. So the general the general outlook on prepper survivalist stuff like that is when society cr- society crumbles, they'll be completely self self reliant, you know, which is mm. true to a point. You know, uh, when I first got into the whole prepping thing, I was lucky enough to come across a blog from a guy somewhere in Russia. I think the blog was Sevco, Sevco Forum or something. I can't remember. I wish I could remember exactly what it was so people could look it up. I don't know what he's doing now. This was a long time ago, and I don't access that email account anymore, so maybe I should. <laughs> but it wasn't, yeah, it's, he wasn't talking about, he was talking about modern day survival situation, you know, um, when society does crumble. It's not these people that are, it's conjecture and they're hiding out in a bunker under their house just in case the worst happens. This guy went through it and was 
explaining the experiences. And one of the most poignant things about it, it was during a civil war and his town was locked down. You couldn't get in, you couldn't get out, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is essentially the same for everyone on a large scale. The, but the guiding principle for this guy's survival was usefulness. Yep. Yeah. And he prospered in that, if you want to call it, well, it is pretty, he did. He prospered in that environment for, for what he had to prosper. Um, you know, everything's relevant to the situation in it. So we'll say he prospered in that environment by being useful. You know, he was doing something like he was charging batteries for people, stuff like that. And in that right. way, you start to get something back and, the people, basically, what happened is the people that weren't useful, you know, died. So they so die off, yeah. Survi- it wasn't survival of the fittest, it was survival of the productive. <laughs> yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? yeah, so it just kind of smashes Darwinism when you're in that situation. But, the, you know, so, the, um, go ahead, go ahead. So, you know, if in survival, I suppose the point I'm trying to make is if, if in survival your usefulness is your greatest gift, then maybe you should start thinking about that uh, uh, before before you get into a survival situation because right now you're trying to survive so be useful yeah cultivate the right mentality be find something that you're useful at because everybody's got something you sure know, they do inside you like yep. we spoke about it does it lives your site inside you energy is the mean translates as i covered before to the work inside so like you say internal you have to build internal and then you project that work or that energy outward yeah, because pe- people are gonna f- people are gonna flock to you like that. You know, Roger Lapointe when he was on here and we were talking about we did a show that's got to go up either tonight or first thing in the morning. We did a show called Opportunities, and his grandfather used to say to him, "And what a great line! Activity breeds opportunity." And you can weave yep. that right into what we're talking about, like you said, mm-hmm. usefulness. And here's the thing, folks. People love to feel useful. I don't. I don't care who they are, um, especially the elderly, because so many people have just turned their back on them, even their own family. I see old people. If they make contact or I say hello and they start talking, I've I, I've been at times where I don't even know them. I'll sit and talk to them for fifteen or twenty minutes. Why? Because not only did I learn something from them. I'm sure I gave them something back. Where some young man was interested enough to talk to them and treat them with the respect that I'm sure they've earned for many, many decades. And these are the things when we talk about prosperity. You know, if you want these type of things, if you want the life you've always dreamed of, well, time to get on the horse and ride, everybody. You know, how hard is it to put yourself out a little bit? Most people don't. They don't see the reason why, but yet they can't get anywhere. And I hear stuff, I'm sure Douglas does too, you know, it's like, well, you ought to be earning more now. Have you ever thought about going back to your IT world and all that? No, 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 no. Why? Because someone that is passionate about what they do, no matter what, you signed up. And you don't go back on your word. If you've got to go out like I've had and you got to go out and make some money to keep things going, so be it. You do it. Is it going to be perfect and is it going to piss you off? You bet your ass. I mean, I didn't last three weeks at either place. I can't do it. I mean, I am so committed and so in love with this stuff that you just, after a while, you can't do it. Why? 
because I hear the same thing everywhere. Up, oh, hate my boss. Up, oh, sucks at home. Up, oh, my husband sucks. My wife sucks. Who, who wants to be around that? And this is what ends up happening to you when you start learning how to practice prosperity consciousness. We talked about the grids, the neurons, the cells, everything. I'm telling you right now, folks, I'm example. I have changed so much with the things I do and how I do them and who I associate with. I'm not saying these people are bad people, but I don't want to live in the same room with them, okay? Why? And this is something you're going to learn quickly once you learn how to do all this stuff. When these people, and I don't, and you know what, this comes from when they're kids. The parents did the best they could, but it's been like a lot of negative connotation. I mean, this is all you hear in school. You know, don't take a chance. You know, oh, that's going to be dangerous, all this. Well, do take a chance on yourself and learn this now when you're younger so you don't get caught up in this melee here. But what I'm saying is this. You can feel if you sit there with somebody and say you have lunch with them and they're talking about this and that, you will literally feel their negativity because when they start talking about things, there's going to be something that's going to start directing that. When you become that prosperity conscious in your life and you're in tune to so many things, you'll be able to feel when somebody's carrying that load on them the minute they come in. I'm telling you right now, these are things you need to get away from totally. These are things that are going to burn your house down with you in it. And it's going to drag you down into a hole. Did you ever talk to somebody and they, they don't mean it, you know, well, I'm having this problem. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I made the right decision. I'm like, I will say to them literally, stop. And they'll be like, they'll look at me. What do you mean? I said, do you hear what you're saying? Yes. I said, every time you're talking about this, we talk about the law of attraction. You are attracting more of this into your life. You know, and then they want, and then they, and I'll give it right to you, brother. And then they wonder why. And I mean, it can happen to anybody. Slippery day, they fall down. All right. Maybe hopefully they don't break anything, but they could, or they get in their car. They're so involved with this stuff. They back out and back into a car. This is no coincidence, folks. And I'm not saying you got to be careful with every word you say. None of us can be that way. But be very careful what you are speaking to yourself and whom you're associating with. Douglas, take it. Um, summarize everything. Um, take your time with it. Give out all the info. I'll give mine, and we'll get ready for February, brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just when you were talking about passion there, I wrote something actually last night when I was trying to sleep that uh, you'll enjoy, I think. And uh, what I wrote was, if it cannot be explained logically, it is near impossible to believe. Yeah. And without passion, it's impossible to achieve. Yep. Yeah, well, you were <laughs> so right. That was, just, that was just a little note I wrote. It's um, a great note. Yeah, so, what, what was it I wrote there? You know, uh, the, yeah, what you're talking about there, about people, you know, their self-perpetuating mentality when they keep bringing up that same issue and they call it self-fulfilling you got it self-fulfilling prophecy essentially they call it isn't it yes Uh, uh, well i came up with something that's more along the lines of what you're talking about many moons ago funnily enough when i was on a long walk and my mate wouldn't stop moaning about Mm -hmm. how long the walk was and how long it was going to take so i called it the long walk principle and i've used this for many years since and try to explain this type of mentality to people is that when you're on a long walk 
if all you do is talk about how long the walk is going to be, it's going to be a really long walk. <laughs> but if you just chat and enjoy, you know, conversation, or if you're on your own, you enjoy your own deep thinking instead of just perpetuating the length of the walk. And on this occasion, uh, I remember getting to the end of the walk. We were walking home from the town to my my house, which is about three miles. Okay. Um, and by the end of it, because I said this to him, I'm like, listen, stop talking about it. All you're going to know is a long walk. Yep. This was in my early 20s. Um, and at the end of the walk, he turned around to me and he goes, do you know what? That actually didn't take that long. I was like, bada bing, bada yep. boom. Yep. <laughs> there yep. it is, you know. So if, it's the, the same goes for many things. And again, it comes back to, I suppose, this law of attraction type thing. It all ties into the one universal principle. Um but if you keep perpetuating those thoughts, you keep talking about it, then inevitably it's going to stay constantly on your mind and it is going to amplify that, we'll call it negative uh, energy, that Absolutely. negative emotion, that negative thought, you know, however you want to put it. So, yeah. You're, you're, you're absolutely right, and more people need to understand this and sometimes just go, right, hold on. You well, stop saying that yeah, myself. And yeah. to, more importantly, as I like to say to folk in, um, in training, Eric, so when someone's working out and I hear them grunt and groan, <laughs> you know, and I don't mean because ugh, they're lifting a heavyweight, not that kind of grunting and groaning. If I hear them grunting and groaning, and any one of my, my the members at the place will tell you this, the first thing I say is, don't vocalise it, breathe it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like yeah. If you vocalise the discomfort, then not only are you uncomfortable, you know, at the back of your head, you're now vocalising it, projecting it outwardly and completely defeating yourself. Yeah. Whereas if you, you, you don't let it come to the forefront of your mind, instead tune into something else, in this case, your breathing. If you need to exert that energy, then exert it through a breath, don't exert it through a grunt. I'll say because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, not only that, you know, something you hit the you hit the nail on the head. Um, better to be, learn to become uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That yep, that that yeah yeah. Get used to it because you'll be great. Go ahead. I said I said that to my client this afternoon, young lad. Yep. And it's the first time I've gotten pressed and kettlebells above his head. Yep. Now anyone that presses kettlebells above their head without wrist guards and stuff like that knows that, especially when you start out, it's bloody uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hunk of metal no matter how comfortably you hold it it's a hunk of metal braced against your wrist and if you're not used to it it's really uncomfortable and obviously he showed the first signs I, I told him prior to it I was like this is uncomfortable for everyone I was like but this is part of the test yeah you know I was like get used to a little bit of discomfort because and I always like to apply everything I do to real life yes so for instance when I'm teaching them the push press uh, sorry, I'm teaching them a push press, so we we use our legs and we can, you know, almost Olympic style, Olympic style jerk, yeah, um, <clears throat> with a one kettlebell, and, you know. So I'll relate it to real life, and I'll say, you know, rather than try and strict press a heavy weight for me, that's just a look at the size of my dick thing, mm-hmm. or a comp- or a competition thing, or a specific goal thing. The specific goal for this person in general, ordinary Joes on the street, if you want. To, refer to them like that, yep. is to be able to, if they have to do that in real life, to be able to do it the most efficient way possible. 
So the most efficient way possible is use your whole fucking body to push it. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I said, if you have to do something like that in real life with a heavyweight, it is not going to be comfortable. So in here, you're going to train your mind, rewire your brain to be used to discomfort so that in, if you ever have to do anything in real life, or even better, now you will be able to confidently step up and do that thing to help somebody out there for what are you doing you're making yourself useful in the most simple way yeah no you know, so many so many folk are suffering from not feeling useful to be honest like you said earlier it's a great way to you know people feel more bit more better much better about themselves when they are useful you know well, so that you know, itself helps to breed that prosperity consciousness. Without a doubt. And, you know, let's look at the the, the whole, uh, I don't want to use that word, word fitness, but um, do you know how, that's one of the things that we talk about? Injury. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, the thing is, um, just think of all the people that we have helped already and, you know, obviously the young kids coming up, they're coming up behind us, and we want to educate and get them on the same train we're on. But boy, oh boy, you know, there's an awful lot of men and women out there that are just thirsting for this type of knowledge, for someone or a group of someones to say, hey, look, we can help you out. No matter what your goals are, we'll get there, okay? And the thing is, it's great to watch you know, we've had a lot of top guns on this show and all that, but let's face it, the ones that are going to buy your product are going to be the guys that are strong on the street or the businessman or businesswoman that they just can't get anywhere, all right? And these are the people that we talk to besides everybody else because I feel a responsibility where... What if you got a 45-year-old guy or a 45-year-old girl, and they've gone to this gym, that gym, they bought this product, that product, nothing works. So you know what they say? Well, it's the aging process, and I'm supposed to become fat and stupid now. No, that is not the way it is, folks. That is not the way it is. And whoever's telling you that, get away from them. Because I'm telling you right now, you can recapture more of what you want to be than anybody else is going to tell you. What they're going to tell you is, well, we've got to do this. You've got to go on this diet plan. You've got to take these supplements. Who, who hasn't done anything, say, in a minimum of 10 years, is going to be able to handle that kind of heat? You're not. You're going to fail, and you're going to spend a lot of money, and you're going to be like, you know what? These guys and girls are full of shit. I don't care anymore. That is the total quitter's way to go. But I understand what people are dealing with because the social media alone, yes, it has helped because I would have never met Douglas through any other way, I'm sure. Yes, in that respect, this stuff is grand, but 99.9 of it, let's face it, folks, it's all horseshit. All right, and 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 you're not going to get anywhere like that. This is why you got to go out and look for people like Douglas or myself or anybody out there because you're going to get people that really give a shit. And yep, we want to be paid. We've got a lot of knowledge there, but the thing is, unless you give up, you're going to excel here. Now, instead of doing some bullshit aerobics thing that you're kicking all over the place so you're on this newfangled 
I don't know, stare. I've seen so many new things out there, and when you hear this, well, we have a payment plan set up. You know, you're talking very expensive, all right? Well, we'll give you 500 off. Horse shit, all right? You're going to have more, I guarantee you, you're going to have more gains or whatever we got to do here in my backyard carrying a 20-pound sandbag than you will going all on these Stairmasters and all this other fucking bullshit they're giving you. All right? Uh, Douglas, I didn't mean to cut you off. Take everything. No, not at all. You, actually, you, you reminded me of something I did want to touch on in this um, in this podcast, Eric, which is how how I'm currently utilizing social media, which yeah. I've yeah. Spoke, I have spoken to you about. Um, yep. But, you know, just in more recent months, I just, you know, I used to post a lot of movement videos and stuff like that. I used to really kind of promote my my exercise and put up my videos and stuff like that. Now, I have nothing against these guys that do it, although, you know, I'm a little bit bored of looking at workout uh-huh. videos, except, except for some now. But um, me personally, I, I was looking at this kind of almost prosperity consciousness uh aspect is I'm sick of posting workout videos and looking, you know, hoping that I'm going to get some responses from it and people that that like it and enjoy it and stuff like that when actually, realistically speaking the the people that are probably getting the most out of it don't even touch it with a like or a comment and stuff like that but that's neither here nor there Um, actually the only movement video I've shared in the last, I I don't know how long certainly on my personal profile was a memory of one of my videos, but, well, I'll say, I didn't say it in the post, obviously, but I'll say it here. The only reason I shared it is because my, my, my good friend and colleague, it was kind of inspired by him, and he's mentioned in the post. Yep. And, uh, you know, of course, I want to do everything I can to promote Paul, especially as he starts to, to, to gain a bit more momentum for his, for his talents, which he rightly deserves. Sure. Um, but, you know, I just have... As far as the movement and the gym and the the exercise and what I do, there's not really much point in me putting out the videos because no one's got a clue unless they come and train with me what it is I actually do. You can't, it can't be explained in the video. It really can. And I found them a bit more of a stress than anything, to be honest. Um, I'll put out the odd video maybe in the future with... with specifically constructed things but other than that I'm not into that where I've applied my energy now is to enrich minds instead of eyes you know so instead of it being eye candy I put out I want brain candy now you know I don't deny I've got a huge soapbox some people don't like it some people do like it that's fine you've probably noticed from my posts if you've seen them I know you're not mad on Facebook but if you've been noticing the content I've been posting yeah yeah, and you'll also see the types of responses I'm getting. Yeah, I mean it's really cool. It's awesome. Like sometimes I'm getting, sometimes I've had conversations via private message because people don't want to respond publicly. Yeah, so right. I've actually had you know brief discussions about them yeah. in private messages as well. And it's just like wow, like the intention I set out with doing it, and number one, not caring because especially I put up one and it was a picture of uh, Darwin's head on a monkey <laughs> and some. Yeah, some some folk hit that one guy in particular hit that post, presuming that I was obviously a devout Christian and he was talking about my book and all that. <laughs> How far off point he yeah. was! Yeah. <laughs> it couldn't yeah. have been any further off point, but he's just come in with a bias, 
which is good to see that because number one, I get to see which people in my Facebook are just biased and don't think rationally while calling others irrational, which is funny. And then I just remove them from my Facebook. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So it's good for weeding out people like that, but it's also good for stimulating. And one of my now absent members from the gym said that. He's like, that's what I love about your posts is people engage in them and have conversations and you can actually learn from them. So he's a good example. Yeah. He doesn't like he doesn't like the post or engage with it. I don't care, but he's reading it. And I know there's plenty of other people out there that are reading it. Maybe they're having their beliefs challenged. Maybe they're learning something new. And not necessarily for me, because people comment on them really well. Um, so I went into that prior to it with the attitude of, I don't care if one side and the other, you know, the extremes are both throwing stones at me. I don't yeah. care. Yep. I'm not invested in anyone's belief system. Yep. I'm only invested in creating a mentality that is looking to, what's the word I'm looking for? Hopefully enrich the, the mind of others. Absolutely. Yeah, so this is where we get into the riches thing. I'm trying to put, get in the mentality where I want to receive a lot more from people. I want to learn a lot more from people. Sometimes that learning is, ah, that guy's a dick, okay, let's remove him. But yeah. the good learning is when people come back with their opinions and responses. The last guy that private messaged me, that's what he said, oh, you know what, I don't want to offend you. And, that, and I replied, and then he said his piece, and I was like, listen, my friend, I was like, I don't roll like that. I only get offended when someone actually directly offends me, like directly insults me. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're going to feel the sharp side of my tongue, like that sure, lad sure. on the Darwin post, I told him, you know, I'm not here to explain myself, yeah. you know, just because some guy with a bug up his butt demands it, yeah. you know, piss Absolutely. off, Absolutely. Um, you know, but I'm here to have a discussion, you know, like explain some proper points, then we'll have a discussion, don't just go, oh, well, prove your theory, <laughs> I was like, I says, I was like, sorry, what, what claim did I make other than I found the, the picture funny? And the, someone on the post commented, um, you know, they said it perfectly, a guy called Corey, is that the whole underlying joke was that you shouldn't take one way or the other as gospel. You should do your own research. Like, look yeah. at it, go, aye, that's okay, and then do your research. Anyway, I digress. The whole point of what I'm doing with Facebook is to try and attract more prosperity and wisdom and knowledge from other people, whatever form that comes in. Like I say, it could be just some dickhead. It could be someone that actually has an open mind and can talk. And to do that, I decided to take an action that I was kind of, in fact, uh, a guy that's been a big influence in that, certainly on social media, is Russell Jarmesty, who I've mentioned to you. Uh, Because he's kind of, I used to read his stuff years ago. I loved it, and then I kind of got away from magazines and all that stuff, and then I hooked up with him on Facebook, and it's just the same. He's not changed. He just talks straight truth. He doesn't care what people think. Yeah. And if someone is able to logically challenge a point he makes, well, then he'll discuss it with them. That's yeah. fine. But otherwise, it's, well, here it is, whether you like it or not. Some people like it. Some people won't. People with an open mind will, will, will look at it objectively and, and start a discussion. You know, so... That's the good energy I'm getting back by taking that mentality of trying to prosper from my actions, and who knows where it's going to lead? You know, you who know. knows where it might lead? Right. right. Yeah. What else you got, brother? I think I've bored people enough. That's right. it. I handed I out my links at the start. The only thing I want to add well, is give out your again, links. Give them again. Give them again. Well, I'll give the links again. You can find me on Instagram as the Wee Ninja. 
on Facebook, uh, you'll find me also through the Origin Arts gym page, not the Origin Arts tattoo page. Um, <laughs> and Douglas Graham um, on Facebook too. Uh, don't bother with Twitter. I don't really do Snapchat. I have a hard enough time keeping up with Facebook, let alone trying to do Instagram as well. Yeah. Nightmare. Um, and the website for the gym, if, even if you just want to look at a pretty website, is uh, functional-living at hotmail.co.uk and just to top off cap off nicely everything we've been talking about for your listeners is again make the most of what Eric's given you I would also not just because I'm proud of the work we've done with these websites but bookmark is with motivation and muscle and fiorellobarbellco.com bookmark them I, I have um, bookmark them on the home screen in your phone because they are continually evolving and they will always continue to evolve. It's never going to stagnate. Look at the banner at the bottom. Yep. Um, it's never going to stagnate. It's always continually evolving. So it's worth you going back and checking and seeing what you're going to get. I mean, there's, there's even free stuff on there still, besides just a massive depth of podcasts. So get in there get in, and get a bit more involved and keep up to date. With, with what's going on with the sites because you're going to see new stuff popping up all the time. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be a constantly evolving animal. I'm really, you know, I'm really enjoying the process. It's awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I thank you for all the help. You know that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you can look down and see Brawler Productions there, you know, brass knuckle, basically. And, um, <laughs> you know, uh, you can see the work that Douglas does. I mean, I, that's up to him, but, you know, he's somebody you ought to reach out to because not a, not only is he proficient, but, you know, he's got a creative mind, and he and I create pretty damn good here. And when you see uh, the Manly Men's uh, Movement page, um, you know, I can't thank him and Dr. Wong enough. I mean, this is something that needs to be out there. You know, Douglas made a great point about being a thinker. And people have said to me about Winners and Champions, Inc., how come there's not video all over? And this is what I say to them every time. I'll make any video you want, but first you need to learn and think about what we're doing here in 14 modules. Now, Douglas is listening to every module. And, I'm privy to that, yeah, and they're extremely good. Yeah, and... and um the knowledge base you're going to get there, you can do for years. But the, the point of the matter is, when you see the Manly page, when you see etched in stone for men up, and we aren't even stopping there. I mean, with the Manly men's page, you're going to be able to obviously now put comments down, you know, and you keep them clean, man. I, I don't need any... BS. If you do that, I'll tell you ahead of time, don't even bother. We want men coming in here that want to influence other men, give ideas of what they're doing. You know, we've got the young men coming up now, and we are reaching a lot of young men. I mean, you know, this is very important, and there's other stuff out there, but it's not going to be like us, believe me. And I'm telling you right now, everything we're doing here, when you see uh, – um, Winners and Champions, Inc., when we put up um, Etched in Stone for Men and the Manly Men's page, you're going to see my madness because every single thing that is being created here all 
clicks into the other products or the other pages. I did not do anything with the idea, well, this is going to be a one-off and that's the end of it. No. Look at the succession once these three pages are up together. It's going to freak you out. I'm telling you right now because this was all thought out. That's what I talked about. Consciousness. Think it out. But that, that that's a whole nother show right there. Um, mm-hmm. This is Motivation Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Go out to, um, as I said, uh, fear. Well, let's do this first. Um, if there's a show you'd like Douglas and I to do, Fiorella Barbell at NICAP.RR.com. You know we can come up with something killer like this show. Also, too, go out to um, FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Like I said, um, you know, Winners and Champions, Inc., Manly men's uh, movements coming up, and wait to see etched in stone for men. There isn't a product out there that I know of, and I am not going to put out what we do with that page unless you purchase the page, because I'm not going to let anybody steal my material, period. And you'll say, well, everybody does that. You don't do it like I do, all right? You know, and I'll leave it at that. Also, too... Don't forget to uh, go out to our YouTube channel, uh, Fiorello Barbell, Real Men, Real Strength. Go out and look at all the video we got. Also go out to MotivationMuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Just look at all the shows Douglas and I have done. Today is Thursday. I want to, time permitting tonight, get Roger's show up and get Douglas's show up tomorrow. But it might be Friday and Saturday, but they'll be up by Saturday at the latest. It's just there's so much stuff going on, and it takes a lot of time to prepare those shows to put them out. Um, but that's mm-hmm. fine. We'll get it done. No bullshit. Let, let me add one quick thing. Sure, there. brother. Go ahead. Website aspect when you're yeah. saying to folk and you're dishing out your email if they want to request a show or say anything, they can actually do that direct from the homepage in M&M because all they do is put their right. name, their email, and then there's a box to write whatever you want in it. So that okay. message will just go directly to the email so they don't even need to remember an email just go to the home page yep click on the home page it's right there so it's a subscribe thing but you can just ask you know it's saying why did you subscribe but just you know just fire your request yeah. your comment whatever it is in there and eric will get it directly thanks man i'm glad you said that because i didn't even say that but yeah motivationmuscle.com. <laughs> hey that's good man you're listening and yeah, i missed that's it that's what it's there for that's why absolutely it, man. So well, it looks dynamite hit, hit believe the page me and bang they can they can contact contact you directly. I might change the verbiage on it slightly to reflect. That's okay. That. It looks good. Um, also, too, don't forget, we we gave you everything. Uh, you can go out to iTunes and Stitcher, give us a five-star review. I thank everybody for that. Go out to AHA directory. That's AHA. You can get tw- M&M 24-7 in your car. And I'm telling you right now, uh, people are like, oh, I don't know. This show is going to be a national radio show. I'm not bullshitting you when I say it. Oh, it's not bragging. It's called Brass Balls Confidence. And if you don't have, we didn't even hit confidence with all this today. You damn well better have confidence and magnetism because you ain't getting anywhere, son of a bitch. You ain't getting anywhere. I'm telling you. All right. comes from the the not not so well perceived aspect of what aggression is. Oh, no, don't say that word. Does that mean I gotta go? Does that mean I gotta go hide in a safe space when you say that word? No, that means other people need to go and hide in a safe space when you say that word. <laughs> Snowflake. All right, and then um, don't forget too. 
Um, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words of inspiration. I said this before. You can meet somebody that's just gone to shit, and five words can change your life. Isn't that worth your time? Think about that. As my mom said when we were kids, she still says it. Never be afraid to say hello to someone or, or, or give them a smile. You know, it's the same thing. What are they going through? Look at people. Most people, if they're not texting, they're walking with their head down. Stop it. Stop it. It's very, very important to think of those things. Also, too... Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Now, I was going to say, just as an anecdote, do you know, uh, it's, it's actually unreal how many times your head pops and your voice pops into my head when I'm doing that, by the way, Eric. Yeah. So I'm not sure I love it. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Piss off. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm off. I remember not to do it and then I go, yeah, fucking Eric. Well, hey, hey, Douglas, you know something else? You don't know how many people have said to me about yeah, what my mom says. You know, um, you know, always say hello to somebody, give them a smile because you're not going through. I, I get that sometimes at the end of emails from people. It, it's incredible, man. It's but the, it's it's great stuff. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, uh, squat it, pull it, like I did today. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. Today I just took the light who's to seal um, crusher. Uh, I lifted it off the ground, just loaded 150 at the very end of the workout and just did consecutive reps with it just to see, measuring what's going on with me. Um, I don't know, 150 is not heavy for me, but I got to tell you, it was literally just a breeze. It just flowed, flowed, flowed. No planning for that, just grabbed it as I was putting stuff away. I just love the feeling of wrapping that big stone up. Also, too... Um, let me see what else I want to, well, that's going to be the next thing. The Hoosa Steel Crusher in blood red, and it says domination. We're domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. And I got to tell you, I'm still off that lifter's high. Uh, it, not only it's great talking with Douglas, but I got to tell you, folks, I don't know how you're going to feel when you get to this point of the show. I feel absolutely sensational right now. I mean, my head is just buzzing with just things in it to say. I could probably do another hour. I mean, I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. This is what you got to establish when we talk about prosperity, but I'm going to keep going because we could do multiple shows yeah. on this. Um, also, too, no one's ever going to clip our balls. And as Dr. Wong says, if you listen to him, when we came on in 2018, and, and I wish everybody, that, especially Douglas, to have a great one, um, he said this is going to be the best year ever for you and the show and everybody. And when I said that just now, he goes, he goes, uh, Eric, you got balls the size of I don't know what down to your feet. So he says, that ain't ever going to happen. So that's coming from the, that's the king of testosterone talking. Also, Russell Fur, um, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of the speakers. It, it, it'll flood your house eventually, brother. So keep up the good work and keep listening. Also, too, Frank Klein, my greatest college business professor, Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win, and winners never quit. He used to pound that into our head. My dad. Um, I, I've had a lot of thoughts about my father today. I don't know what's going on. A lot of stuff. Um, when I when I said the big verbiage in in the gym today and called on different people, 
you know, my father was James Fiorello Sr., James A. Jimmy, who we lost, was James Thomas Fiorello, named after my grandfather, who was one badass Italian, let me tell you. To the day, he had a badass square head and a big neck, and he always had a brush cut. These people were just unbelievable, man. What men. But to make a long story short, my dad was one of the people I called upon today when I got under that big, massive dead start squat. And as I said, it came up like nothing. And I held it against the other set of rods like nothing. This shit's not happening out of the blue. But we're going to get into more of that. Also, too, uh, as my father would say, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, another man's man. He used to come down here and watch me in the rack. John was the greatest chiropractor I've ever had the honor of meeting, let alone like a father figure. And it will be coming up to four years in August we lost John to cancer. Um, he'd walk every patient in the door no matter what and say, keep smiling. Say that on your best or worst day or just walk around and say, keep smiling. Once again, mind shift. Once again, reorganizing the brain. Keep smiling. John would be very pleased that I'm saying this still, believe me. Also, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road. Watch the world go by. Tell a hundred, a thousand, a million of your friends that we're coming we will not kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Join the family. Join the revolution. We are going to be here 30 more years. We need you and you need us. And I'm telling you, you're going to find more and more great stuff as we get bigger and bigger in the world. Um, Les Brown, you all have greatness. We take it two steps further. We got your back and we believe in you. And how many people would say that in today's world? Douglas, um, obviously a, a, a super productive 2018 with every success you want. It's always an honor to have you on, and you know I thank you, and I always appreciate our working together and all we accomplished. And I'm glad it's helped you out magnificently, too, because that's what brothers in arms do. So thank you for being on, sir. Listen, it's a pleasure, as always, to be on here, Eric. Absolutely a pleasure. Always enjoy our discussions, especially when we do a podcast, because there's that more focused uh, intent instead of just shooting the shit. So, uh, <laughs> yep. Podcasts yep. are always, yep. always fire, always yep. electric. It has Although to be. Although I might sound very relaxed at the time. <laughs> my brain my brain's always on fire. <laughs> well, you know what the nice thing is, too? I always call this therapy, because you and I and everybody our balls to the wall just about all the time. And there's times, man, we all are like, I need I need a break a little bit here. And, you know, I've had more than one person come on here and say, and when we get done, they're like, Jesus, man, this stuff was just so great to talk about, and I feel so energized or whatever. Look, we all go through a lot of shit, and it's like, this kind of stuff is the best therapy besides the gym out in my backyard to me. There is nothing like it. But, yeah, I mean, thanks for the kind words and everything, brother. Anything. Credit where credit is due. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, everybody, we will uh, obviously I'll have this show up within two days. Um, but for Douglas Graham, this is Eric Fiorello. Um, what can I say? Uh, you want to talk about a treasure chest of information here? Nobody, I don't care who they say, puts out material like us. This is life-changing stuff. 
if you don't get on board with this, I don't know what you're going to get on board with. But we'll leave a positive thing. The world is asking for you to do something. You have to fulfill your responsibility. And we're here with you, and we support you 100%. Stick with us because you're with a winner and a champion. So for Douglas Graham, this is Eric Fiorello. This show will be up, like I said, within two days. We'll have Douglas on in February, and we will tackle something bigger than big. So have a great week, everybody, and we will talk to you soon. And thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.